Oh, episode 31, talk your take. Harry, how are you going? We're back. I'm great, Alex. How are you? Good. Back from Melbourne, mate. Back from Melbourne. We just had a quick chat about it. Victorian now. Yeah, yeah, tell me about it. Uh, What a weekend, really. Left Friday, drove over, had a drink or two Friday night, got up, went to the Hawthorne Grand Final brunch, listened to your man Silk. How was he? And my man Clinton Young. Yeah. (laughs) They were were, were fantastic. They were good. Yeah, food was great. Drinks were good. We were at... Uh, deep south or something like on on the Yarra on South Bank. Yeah, it was really really good. Then yeah, rolled in with the crowd obviously to the G through Fed Square and everything, and came home Monday. Really fun drive. Yeah. Definitely not the worst eight hours ever, but <laughs> no. Melbourne turned it on. Like the weather was stunning the whole weekend. I reckon it was like thirty on the on the Monday and yeah. really good on the Saturday Sunday. We under, undercover. On yeah, luckily Sunday. had some shade. Good, because I think our great friend Gabe Finneman was in the sun the entire game. <laughs> oh, now, I'm all Gabe. I'm all for drinking beers in the sun, but yeah, like they get to when there's too. no shade to get yeah, to at all, that's too much. Grim, that's but you know good. what? He had the best day of his life. Yep, because obviously the Woods won, but we'll get to that a bit later. Yeah, we will. We will. But um, yeah, what else happened in sport? Then on the Sunday, did were you watching? So I didn't watch this, but. I got told best grand final ever. Apparently, it's the greatest comeback or just greatest grand final ever in NRL history, of yeah. course, we're talking about. Yeah. Led by Nathan Cleary, yes. who ended up winning the Clive Churchill, which is the NRL equivalent of the Norm Smith. Yeah. And his dad, the coach, Ivan. Just unbelievable. Also, yeah. Nathan Cleary, just the strongest chin I've ever seen. I know. It's like a mega chin from, what was it, Fairly Odd Parents or something? <laughs> just get, keeps coming Deep out. Deep cut. But. Yeah, they've now had a three-peat. I think yeah. everyone's pretty unanimous on their, like, the best modern era NRL team. Oh, yeah. I've got nothing for you there. I think it's like them. <laughs> there's maybe a Storm team or two, maybe a Broncos team or two, but yeah. they're, in, they're insane. Yep. I think. And then there's a a betting company that we not, won't name that so, may have offered. No, we will better. I'm still waiting for my, my payout on yeah. that one. So, obviously, I'm, I'm sure everybody that listens, listens knows about the better – Deal that that came out probably about, probably about this time last about year. a year ago exactly. Yeah. So you know it was every AFL team, every NRL team, every NBA team, every World Cup team for the Men's World Cup, and every Melbourne Cup horse. Yeah, all at hundred dollars to win. Yeah, outrageous. Yeah, like, so fucked. Best thing I've, has ever happened. I reckon Panthers would have been four dollars or less going into the year. Like they were. Outright I, I would love to know how many people bet on the Panthers. A, sh- a shitload. Like. I know oh. Carruthers is a great listeners of ours. Their yeah. family syndicate had three. Three. On the Panthers. <laughs> three on the Panthers. So yeah. They're taking 3K. Yeah. How good 30 bucks. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd love to know if there's anyone that picked like all five. Yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah, you'd be pretty stoked with that, wouldn't you? But, um, and then from one sport that you didn't watch onto another sport that you didn't watch, the Ryder Cup. I did. See, so. You do know what this is, don't yeah, you? Yeah, golf. Um <laughs> I did see Rory McIlroy get into a bit of an argument. So there was a, a caddy from the American team who I believe was waving his hat and like annoying a, an Being American. A yes, while they were putting. And it annoying was inter- a European dude. And then, yeah, they had a little spat at the time. And then as they're leaving in the car park that night, Rory just going at him. He seems like a dick. Well, I, I, I don't like Rory. I don't yeah. know anything about him, but from the... The little bit I know about golf, it's always him. It's always him being. Yeah, a he was like the the leader of the anti live. Seems to be pretty like entitled, but that's just my take. From not knowing anything about it, but, but yeah. yeah, Europe, Europe win massive. There was some great photos of uh, all the European players with their partners, and then oh, v- Victor Hovland yeah, did by himself with his caddy, and then he took one with all the wives. <laughs> <laughs> but well done to Europe. That's yeah. one of the greatest rivalries in sport. We've spoken about it in the past. It's just for those that are interested in golf, it's massive. Yep. For those that aren't, they don't know what it is, and that's fine. Looking right at one. <laughs> <laughs> and on to another sport that you don't watch, Alex. Cricket. I watch cricket. cricket. <laughs> the one-day World Cup. Not this. Not this. Starts on uh, the 5th, which I think is this Thursday yeah. for the Australians. You got, you got anything about the Women's World Cup, mate? Didn't think so. I watched it all. All the Australian <laughs> games. Still going. Oh, the cricket one. Yeah, yeah. obviously, but yeah. we'll move on. Yeah. <laughs> going into this tournament, we've got India who are favorite, current outright favorites, really. And then sure. England and Australia not far behind them in the betting. And then Pakistan and South Africa the next year after that. But the lead-up games yep. 
we played a few against South Africa and then a couple against India, I think. And they were all like really entertaining. Really? Yeah. Are we any chance of this, you reckon? Small. Should we be a little taste? Depe- depending on injuries. We've had a bit of an injury interrupted lead in. You know what I've been thinking? I need, I think we need to get back into betting. Yeah. And you should we have a little tasty. Why not? Fodder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for a time to use that. Alex, uh, I've got a new sting for tonight. <laughs> I was wondering when it would come out. It has. It has. Um, yeah, right, let's get on that. And then um, just finally in terms of sport from this week, the, N- the NFL. It's yep. been a great, interesting season so far. The teams everyone thought were going to be really, really good coming into the year have been okay. And then the teams that everyone thought were going to be horrific have also been okay. It's mm. like there's a... We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, well, I did. The whole any given Sunday of the NFL in comparison to other sports where it actually is like a really even comp most of the time. Been incredible. Sure. Except there was the game today. So we're recording Tuesday. It's 6.07 p.m. at the moment. Great. Uh, Daniel Jones. ACST. Yes. Yep. Daniel Jones, the quarterback of the New York Giants, was sacked 11 times today. Wow. That might not mean much to you, but it's an incredible yeah, that, number. I, I know that's a lot. That's fucked. That's too much. Poor guy. What, what's, that, what's this line doing there? Um, oh. Did you see any of the... You wouldn't have seen the Toy Story game yesterday. No, I saw some of the just stuff on like Instagram. Pretty funny. Just weird. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, for some reason, I thought they'd all be Toy Story characters. Yeah, it's just... But isn't it just like, in that, Andy's room? That would be funny. Like, seeing yeah. like T-Rex and shit playing. But... um. Yeah, you, which you, which character would you be if you were to be translated from uh, Toy Story? Into I'd be life? Slinky. <laughs> slinky, yeah, definitely. What about you? Uh, the pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably that's a good one. Uh, um, and just before we go, Craig Gordon scored again, which is really sad. Poor, like, <laughs> poor United, poor you. But he his team lost five one, which is good to see. So it's like the, uh, really is, really uh, after is. a game of sports, someone asks you how you went. You're like, oh, oh pretty good. I went all right. <laughs> he scored the opening goal, actually. And um, good on him. It was a well-taken goal. And Chelsea won on the weekend. Well, They beat Fulham 2-0. I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know that they could are you, score. Are you, are you back on? That Mudrick bloke who cost yeah, 70 million yeah. hasn't scored a goal yet. Scored. Good to see. Um, but I'm not back on yet. And Tottenham. Is there a chance you'll ever be back on? Like, are you, yeah. Have you... Have you Completely disassociated with I, the Chelsea just, football I just, club. I just, just out for now. Look, man, I, I've been watching this. This is a bit of a long answer. Been watching this documentary called Fever Pitch on um, on Stan. It's about when Roman Bramovich sort of like destroyed the Premier mm. League. Yeah, for lack of a better term. Yeah, and um, like I, I was thinking about that team then that they like assembled mm. and like how many just great players there were yeah. in, in that team. And I think about now when they've, you know, kind of essentially done the same thing, but it's just gone fucking horribly. Yeah. And you don't have, like, <laughs> I feel like you had an emotional attachment to those guys yeah. as well, probably because they were successful. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then, yeah, Tottenham get, getting up 2-1 with a last-minute stoppage-time win over Liverpool due to an own goal. There was some deep controversy during that game. Um, I think for an... A goal that was a judge offside for Liverpool, which was not. Ooh. But um, yeah, so, so good to see our boy Ange just keep going. I'm going to. It's keep, actually in, so keep bringing that up I, every, I even, every time. I praised you last week. I said, yeah. "Well done, you picked it." Yeah. He's legitimately my entire news feed. <laughs> I know, it's so he's good. everywhere. It's so good. Like I, there's there's being successful. Like he, I swear, yeah. I see him more than I see LeBron now. Yeah. And LeBron's normally just everywhere. Yeah, it's Ange. Yeah. Also, just outrageous. I sh- I we should mention this in my, in my stock exchange, but I'm going to say now. Um, NBA media day today. Oh, Jimmy Butler. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> ben Simmons, I'm back in. Yeah, okay, I, know, I, I, was, I never I was, left. I was listening to him today. I was like, you know what? I'm back in. I've never left. I in. love that guy. I think he's made some questionable decisions. Oh, I yeah. really question his management. Yeah, and like the different influence they now. have on it. Hopefully, because yeah. I don't know, they've been feeding him some really stupid ideas. But I'm in, and yep. I just think he can be a really good player again. And also, I'm glad we never left. Also, Ben, check your emails. Okay, let's have, <laughs> <laughs> let's have a break. We'll get to the grand final. Uh, Harry, you went to the AFL grand final. I did not. I was um, back here in Adelaide watching on TV with 
a lot of glare. I only caught half the game because of that. <laughs> Thanks to Spencer Bond. Uh, thank you, Spencer, for having us. I really appreciate it. The barbecue was good. Um, wings were really good. But I'm going to let you go through the AFL Grand Final. I wouldn't, I'm just going to let you cook. I'm going to turn my mic off and sit back and let you go. For How it. exciting. Alex, obviously I was there. You saw it. What a seesawing up and down, high intensity game. I, so I went as a neutral. Yep. And me and Anne, my partner, who went also, we were like, we'll just support whoever's kind of looking like they're going to lose. Had to change teams every like three minutes. Like I ended up supporting every single goal because it just was goal for goal for goal for like most of the game. It was yeah. incredible. One of the best grand finals of all time. Definitely the best since 2018. The last five yep. before that have been horrific. Um, the moment of the day was the Dugowie goal with like four and a half to go, like out of the middle. Ridiculous. Like mm. the, the noise at that was insane. But I have 10 points from the grand final that I'm going to go through. I'm going to fire through them. Yep. Pre-game, really, really good. Up there, Kazali, they just wheel him out every year. He plays one song, he gets off. Fantastic. Mike Brady. Kiss was fantastic. <laughs> they played the only three songs everyone knows. That's all they did. They didn't do anything else. They didn't do new music. They didn't do any. It was just out there, three songs, get off. Yep. There was fire. There was like 200 kids running around. Fantastic. And the motorcade, great. There were some really emotional ones. And then everyone booed Joel Selwood a bit, <laughs> which, which I felt really bad about. But at the same funny. time, I was like, yeah, it's such, it. such shit. He's had enough. He's had enough. Um, conversely, point two, halftime, a tro like horrific. Everyone wanted to go to bed. The halftime entertainment, not good. Who was it? Oh, I don't even, I don't like even, I don't even know. Like you, I think. She, and she did the um, national anthem as well, which is good. Yeah. But they butchered Holy Grail. They just, it uh, was it was not great. Point three, Brisbane fans were so loud. So there was, we'd say 70,000, 20,000, <laughs> yeah. 10 neut like neutral, and then Collingwood, Brisbane. The Brisbane fans were loud. Like you yeah. could hear them really well. Like absolutely well done. That was a great crowd, both sides. And then Collingwood, you know how they have the big chant? Collingwood. Yep. The pregame was the best of the lot. They did one as all the players were running out, and that was deafening. Mm. So impressive. I'm so glad I got to witness that. They mm. were unbelievable. Next one, the advantage call. Very controversial uh, right at the end. I think Lockie Neal gets one. Zach Bailey takes a quick over-his-head kick. They call advantage. Not, yeah, no yeah, advantage yeah. there at all. It's been everywhere. I don't think the result changes. If they call that back and there's no advantage... Collingwood just flood D50. There's like a minute and a half left or something, I think. Mm. You know how hard it would be to score from yeah, that? Yeah, like Impossible. I mean, you get a deep kick in. O obviously, they would have had a much higher chance of winning yes. it had they called the advantage back, but I don't think the result changes. Uh, Billy Frampton. <laughs> <laughs> like genuinely, so Cam Mooney famously had zero disposals in a grand final. Yeah. Billy was worse. He was worse. So he gave away... Many free kicks that marked them went was, straight through oh, his hands. Like genuinely, just that was so funny. Butter on his hands. That was so funny. And I saw a few Collingwood people be like, he played his role on Harris Andrews. Oh. Really well. Harris Andrews le led the game in intercept <laughs> possessions. Had like nine marks. It like was very good. Yeah, Horrib the worst game ever. But he has an AFL Premiership medal. Yeah, not many people have one. True. Like more power to him. Well yeah. done. He can hang his hat on that for the rest of his life. Yeah. Well done, Billy. He'll be in a new team next year, but it's all right. That's fine. <laughs> I tip Brisbane going in. I think they're the better team. Yeah. They were but the best team on the day one. Yeah, come on, good. That, so is, that is up to him. Brisbane, you play that 10 times. I think Brisbane win six or seven. Yep. Collingwood were the best team on the day. They played better. I'm, I'm glad they won. They deserved it. I walked past AIA Centre, the old Holden Centre, like where Collingwood right. set up on the Sunday. There was more people there than Port used to get to home games at AB State. Like, it was packed. No it, tarps. No tarps. <laughs> there genuinely would have been, like, I don't know, 30,000 people there. It was yeah. insane. And they just came in droves. Like, Collingwood fans, they get a lot of stick. Rightfully They've, so. Rightfully so in some cases, but they turn up. Like, in all cases. They were <laughs> genuinely yeah, amazing. They do. They that, do. That's kind of point eight and nine. One of my other, the other point, so grand finals kind of forge legacies. Mm. Like whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, 
I will always remember Dale Morris for that chase down tackle on Buddy and yep. then Boyd for the goal after that. Yep. And Shane Biggs never forget. Like grand finals yeah, yeah. make players. Yep. Shane Biggs never forget. I forgot about that. So there'll be some <laughs> from this game that'll be great. Yeah. I will never forget Bobby Hill. Oh, ever. how good was it? That mark that he took. Like mm. Tom Mitchell has had an up and down career. Obviously had one a brown low, but like yeah. much maligned yeah. at Sydney, couldn't get a game. Uh, went to Hawthorne, won a brown low, but everyone said he couldn't actually do anything. He was great. I'll remember Tom good. Mitchell in it that grand good. final. Scott Pendlebury's last quarter was like 11 touches at 100% and he saved the game. Like, he's had an incredible career, but I will remember that. He won a Norm Smith. I will still remember this grand final. Yeah. Still side bottom. That set shot from 60 when I... What honestly, a kick. I honestly thought he could kick 35 yeah, minutes. <laughs> it went a mile. He roosted it. It went a it's mile. Great so, like, yeah. great the, moment. These games will make pl- some players. Yeah. Those are positive. I think Kitty Coleman's was positive. Joe Danaher, Zach Bailey. How good was Zach Bailey? So good. Oh. So like grand finals make those players. Yeah. And then some not for the right reasons. Yeah. Billy Frampton we spoke about. Nathan Murphy who passed his concussion test and ruled himself out. What? Passed his concussion You're test. You're kidding. I, I didn't know that. Read about it today. Ruled himself out You're after kidding. passing his HIA. Oh my. I will never forget that for as long as I live. What? Imagine he if was they, like crying on the bench. Imagine if they'd lost. He was crying on the bench and he's pu- mm-hmm. And then like Jared Berry could go on and win five Brownlows from here. And I will never forget the game he played on the weekend. And the time he tackled Steelside at bottom after he took a mark, gave away 50 and lost in the game. Like, uh, yeah. And same goes for Hitwood and Cam Rayner. It's like these games make or break careers. Sorry to interrupt again. I can't get over Nathan Murphy. Is that true? That cannot be I true. Re- I read today he passed his test and ruled himself out. I feel sick thinking about that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm. Could you imagine if, if if one of your teammates did that? You'd be looking at him like, what the fuck are well, you doing, Could you doing, imagine being man? Taylor Adams who would have played with a torn yeah, hamstring? Yeah. Oh. Or Dan McStay who would have played with a broken ankle. They would have been like, just wheel me out. I will stand there and do whatever. Like there were guys who missed and he's like – whether that is 100% true or not, I read it on afl.com or whatever today. I hope it's I not. Say, I thought you were going to say big footy. No. <laughs> I was like, true. But those are my 10 points <laughs> in the grand final. Nice. It was a hell of a day. There were a lot of memories for both teams, both players, every everybody involved that went. Nice. And then just our tips, I wanted to quickly mention that I went 0 of 4 because I tipped Brisbane. I had Dunkley for the Norm Smith. Yeah. I had Neil for the first goal and Bailey for most goals. All four wrong. Yeah, well, like, I was pretty good at mine. One in particular that I'm really pissed off about. So I got Collingwood right. Great. I, I, I'd rather Brisbane won. I fucking hate Collingwood. <laughs> I'd, I'd much rather Brisbane won. And I think I got all the other ones wrong. I'd McCree first goal. That didn't pan mm. out. Whatever. I think I have one more. The one I got right was Bobby Hill for Norm Smith. Did you say that on this podcast? I did. And you fucking bet on it. And you, I might have put five bucks on at 100 to one. Oh, man. <laughs> and I did it. It's so annoying. It's pretty impressive that you picked him. To be oh, fair, so nice. oh, my God. What was I doing? You idiot. To be fair to me, I didn't place any bets the morning of. And I was driving. I'm so impressed because I placed about 200. No, no, no. So I didn't I didn't do anything the morning of. And I'm like, oh, I'll just do it when I get to our mate's house, Spencer's. Mm. I, I had a really busy morning, just like a randomly busy morning. And I was like, oh, fuck, I, I, I got to go. It's like one forty-five. Like I get there 2.01, the game's starting 2.03. I'm just like, just like trying to copy everyone's multi. Yeah. I didn't even get to... Airdrop your multi, fellas. Yeah, but that, that was... That was um, I was so angry when he won North mm. Smith. Good on him, but I was so angry. But... Mate, great work. That was a great little, great Thanks, little set. What a day. What a grand final. Well done, Collingwood. Yep. Condolences, Brisbane. They'll be back. They will be yeah, back. they will be back. That's Nathan, still a youngish team. Nathan Murphy. That is... That is... You got a fuck. new That is player? so <laughs> fucked. That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. All right, let's have a break. All right, it's been a while since we've talked NBA, and I'm taking the floor here, so... Take it away. Obviously, um, Dame Lilly goes to the Bucks this week. Drew Holiday to Celtics as a result, mm-hmm. which sucks. I don't want to talk about it at yeah, all. Boy. But that just elevates the Bucks and the Celtics so high, so much higher for me on the 
championship ranking. So it, it got me thinking. We know the Eastern Conference is strong, even with like likes of Kyrie Irving and KD getting out, mm. going to um, Phoenix and Dallas, wherever they are. Like it's it, it is so much stronger to the point that I feel whoever wins the East for me wins the figure of championship. I think the I think the Nuggets are going to win the chip. So. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. I think the Nuggets are going to win, but I think the road to get from the East is so much harder that for me that carries more. That carries more than the Nuggets steaming through the West, which they're going to do to win the NBA title. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think this is really reminiscent of England being like in the Ashes, being like, "Oh well, in our minds, we kind of won." <laughs> Like we had yeah. the we had the moral victory. No, if you if you think Denver's going to win the chip, then there's no point winning the East. Like that's a fair point. <laughs> that's a fair, that's not a fair a, point. Not only that, I think you're discounting the West. I think if you if you're lining up East, so I think there are more really good teams in the East. Like two of the top three are East teams, <laughs> but I think if you're looking for depth of just good teams, the West covered. I oh, know. Let, let's run through it. So. Let's go through East contenders to competitors. Now, this is like a rough ranking. I'm not, I haven't dived into it too much, mm. but and I'm also going to mention their best players too. So we've got the Bucks, obviously, Giannis and Dame. Celtics, Tatum Brown, Drew and KP. Well, massive, four, massive four asterisks on KP. <laughs> if that guy plays 40 yeah. games, I'll be surprised. Exactly. Heat, Jimmy and Bam and Tyler Hero. Who knows about Tyler Hero? Um, Sixes, Joel, Maxi, James Harden, maybe. And to, I put Tobias Harris in there because, like, you know, he's, he earns star money. So I was There's like, no way James Harden's on that. Maybe <laughs> well throw him in there. Cavs, we got um, Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Evan Mobley. They expect them to take a leap this year. Knicks, I originally had Randall Brunson, Barrett, and Robinson. I'm happy to take Barrett and Robinson out. Thank you. I'm a Knicks fan, so I, I had to put them in there. I've got to. You, you know what you could also do is take Randall out. No, mate. Shut up. Top five MVP two years ago. Um, Hawks, we've got Trey and DeJounte Murray. Bulls, Levine and DeRozan. DeRozan, I think, still deserves to be there. Nets, Bridges, Tom, Thomas, who I don't love. Simmons, who we spoke about before, yeah, is coming back. Claxton, who is a def- defensive beast. Magic, Bankera and and, Wa- and Wagner. Mm. I'm just calling Wagner. Um, you know, they're not there now, but yeah. I feel like they could be. Raptors. Pascal, Siakam, and Scotty Barnes. Okay, and so that's... Let me count the teams here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 10, 11. And the main, the, main, the main competitors here, obviously, the Bucks, Celtics, Heat, Sixers. I'd, I'd even chuck the Cavs in there. Who knows? I'd say there's a massive drop-off after Bucks and Celtics. No. I think Heat have gotten a lot worse this year. No. Yes, you're wrong. Cat, so that's so that's five Cavs two. So let's go. Let's go to the West. Your boys. So the Nuggets are obviously number one. Jokic and Murray, Suns, your mates. Um, you casual. <laughs> Katie, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal. They're obviously great. Who knows how they're going to turn out though? The Lakers, my dad, LeBron, AD, and Austin Reeves, Grizzlies, Jar. Who knows. What happens with you this year? Jared Jackson, Desmond Bain, and I mean Marcus Smart. We can put him in there, but I don't defensive really, player of the year. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, Warriors, Steph, and Chris Paul. I refuse to put Clay Thompson. You in don't there. want to put the no. No, I don't want to nope. put Draymond in there either because he's a loser. <laughs> um, Clippers, Kawhi, and Paul George. The Pelicans, Brandon Ingram and Zion. The Kings, Sabonis and Fox. T Wolves. I wasn't sure about putting them in there because. We know why. Um, and and Kat, notice who I missed out there. And <laughs> the Thunder. I've got Shay, Giddy, and Chet. Now, all right, let, let's go through the West here. Obviously, Nuggets number one. Yes. Suns, going to be great too. Yes. Lakers, probably going to be good too. Worried about their injuries, but yeah. Yes, probably going to be good too. Grizzlies. Very good. Set up to be good. Very good. Who knows? Warriors, I'm not sold on. They've got Steph Curry. Yeah, they've got Steph Curry. I'm not sold on everyone else. Clippers, 
I'm really not sold on. Kawhi, before he got injured, was the best player in the NBA. Full stop. I'm if not he, sold if on. he's not injured, he's great. Like, the end of. The Pelicans. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Especially <laughs> Brett Baird Ingram at the World Champs <laughs> was so bad. Pelicans. So bad. Uh, the Kings, I mean, I mean, we all want to see them do well, but. Like the beam. Who knows? Uh, T Wolves, I'm, I thought I'd covered it pretty well in my. Assessment before Anthony Edwards could win the MVP this year. He could, but he, he also could not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for giving me the two options. <laughs> the, the Thunder, I think they're going to be better. They're going to be really good. But I mean, Chet's still in his first season, so who, who knows? Mm. So I think out of those, we got three teams who are genuine. Or two, I'm, I'm going to say two teams are genuine. I don't really think the Lakers are genuine competitors anymore. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. But. I would rate the Bucks and the Celtics as much as I hate to say it above the Suns every day of the week. Yeah, so would I. And you know what? I'd probably take the Heat in a, in a playoff series. That is the that is the most horrific take ever. Right now, so I'll they look. they barely, they got to the finals because Caleb Martin turned into Michael Jordan. <laughs> no, legitimate for three weeks, and then just before that to beat the Bucks, Jimmy Butler turned into Michael Jordan for two weeks. Before. Hey mate, like that is not. Hey mate, the, the, sustainable. Hey mate. Not only that, they lost Struess, they lost hey Vincent. Hey, they didn't. Hey, hey. All right, so they're going to lose Hero. You're, you're doing about Gabe Vincent, Max Struess. Yeah, who who, were who, who really important? Who for were them. they playing for before they were playing for the Heat? They were really important for them. Who were they playing for before they were playing for the Heat? I don't think they were playing for anyone. Exactly. I think. Okay. They were really yeah, important. Okay. For okay. Them. okay. They were really important for them. Hmm. But who's to say they're not going to find another guy that's going to do that? That's my the only. Who, the, the, the only but, thing that but, I would be scared of for the Heat is they have a knack for being good, even if their list <laughs> exactly. isn't. But I don't think they have a knack for being this good, considering Jimmy's another year older. They're going to lose Hero. I don't know. I don't know. They've got to get a good package for him. I think that'd be fine. I think, look, I, th- I think I detailed that there pretty well. The road in the East is a lot harder than the road in the West. And I think we can both agree on that. No, absolutely not. What do you fucking mean? Like, so when you were listing good players in the West, do you want to hear some of the fucking players you just named? Scotty Barnes, who sucked last year. That Nick Claxton, Ben Simmons, who hasn't been good in five years. Uh, we're just talking about Ben Simmons. We both like Ben Simmons. Yeah, I like Ben Simmons. I don't think <laughs> he's on a list where you go, geez, these guys are a contender. Yeah, all right. I'll, I'll put the Nets in DeMar there. DeMar DeRozan, the Zach Levine. How many first team all NBAs have they made? Good, no, he, no, no, no. He's good. He's not like, great. He's fuck? not Ant Edwards. He's not SGA. He's not Kawhi. He's not Fox. No. Are you, he's nowhere near on the caliber of the no, better man. players from the teams in the West. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. Even like Devontae Murray. DeJounte. Really? Yeah, sorry. Really, he's good. He's a good player. Do you know who, do you know who I'd rather? Player. Every player we listed from the West. Every, Every single one of them. Same yeah, go- I'd probably... Same goes for like... I don't even. I'm not a massive Donovan Mitchell guy. Regular season, fine. He'll be. He'll be all right. Do you really think that James Harden's going to be a on Philly? B any good? Same with Tobias Harris. I think Philly's going to be just fine with him or without him. Anyway, so they have Joel Embiid, Maxi, who everyone's saying is going to take a leap. And if he doesn't take a leap, they have just Joel Embiid. It was good last season. Yeah, but you have to take a leap for them to be a contender. Yeah. I think nearly every player you listed from that West cohort. I would take over most of the players you listed from the Nets, okay, the but, Magic, okay, the Raptors, right. the Bulls, and the Hawks. Okay, then. But, and the Knicks. Okay, but do you take... No, I said the top of the East is what <laughs> is really, 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 really good. But I think the West is way deeper with good teams. So do you take... Uh, I, I see what you're saying. And you know what? To, to an extent, I'll probably get you here. But are you, on, are you thinking that it's easier to get out of the West or the East? It's way easier to get out of the East because you don't oh. have to play the Nuggets. Full stop. End this of. Guy. The Nuggets are the best team in the league and you don't have to play them if you want to get out of the East. This guy. Honestly. So who do you think is going to win the whole NBA? The Nuggets are going to win. Yeah, man. so but it's easier to get out of the East if you think oh. the team from the West is going to win. You're so difficult sometimes because you're just wrong. Like it's The East, I just the need, e- the east is, so, is so much better. I just need you to understand this. So you think the team from the West is going to yes. win? But you think it's easier to make it's it a, out it's of the a West? Complicated take for complicated minds. Some some people's simple minds won't understand. Oh, the East is stronger. In your mind, the East is much stronger. It's going to be harder to get out of. Hence why, for me, that carries more. The Nuggets steaming through the West, which they will, which they always do. 
school. No, so always they've done it for one they, year. They, they, they did last year. They'll do it again this year. It's gonna be easy for them. Hence why it's more important to win the East. Okay, we done. Horrific take. We yeah, done. We'll move on. All right, cool. Show me the money. Nobody knows if the stock is gonna go up, down, sideways, or in fucking circles. To Wellingham. Wellingham goals. Show oh, me the money. <laughs> um, all right, I'll let you start off. I'm buying the NBL next stars. Yep. I think the sold the NBL a few weeks ago. Yeah, cool. <laughs> I think the NBL has a genuine chance to like. It won't ever beat college in the NBA in terms of feeding mm. the NBA, but I think it could rival the G League and the Euro League massively and quickly. So, oh, that's NBLs. So we've already had a few really great players go through and get drafted. Yeah, in very recent years, and they've only started this a couple of years ago, mind you. Yeah, I think like Josh Giddey's class was the first yeah. ever. Yeah, and then. This year, Alexander Saar, the Frenchman, already predicted to be top five. He's great. Possibly pushing for He's first great. at Perth. He's great. In the, playing for the Wildcats. Uh, Bobby Clinton. <laughs> Bobby Clinton? I don't know. Yeah. Play, playing for the Cairns, Cairns Taipans this yep. year. AJ Johnson for He's the good. Hawks. Trenton Aubrey. Flowers for our beloved 36ers. And Rocco, that guy can jump out of the fucking gym. He's awesome. And Rocco Zakarski, I think it will be next, so tall. Will be next year's draft so class tall. playing for the Bullets. He's Australian, but I don't know. I think we're actually doing well yeah, and, attra- so and attracting talent, and that is really important. I just want to make sure what what we're saying here is the attracting youth talent mm. is better than the Euroleague and G League or the NBL itself. I'm buying the NBL Next Stars. Okay, cool. the, this, the program. Sure. I'm not buying the NBL. I'm buying the youth program that is attracting is young that, players to come play. In the Australia. Sixers will get bagged by Barcelona. Oh yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I, don't I, don't th- I just think we're looking like we're going to become a really good feeder system to the NBA. I agree. Where, where young awesome. guys in America might go, "Hey, I want to get paid, and I want to be in a professional environment, and I want to have really good teachers." And yeah. I think a really good chance is through the NBL and Next I Stars. Think what they should be focusing on mm. because now all of their games played live in um, USA. Mm. And apparently just, sorry, there was more scouts at the NBL blitz than ever before. Yeah. Right. There was like, th- yeah, all 30 teams had someone there. Nice. Um, cool. So my buy, I'm going with the buy low approach after this weekend, Brisbane sports. So Brisbane Lions obviously lost on, Saturday in the grand final, Brisbane Broncos lost on Sunday in the NRL grand final. The Gold Coast Titans lost on Sunday night in the NRLW. I know that that's not Brisbane. Gold Coast, fair enough, similar for me. AFLW grand final some months ago, Brisbane Lions lost. But I got something for you. The Brisbane Raw played this weekend in the Australia Cup final on Sunday. You can Huge. watch that live and free on 10 and 10 play at 7.15 Australian Eastern Daylight Time. I'll be watching that down in Sydney. Good luck to them against the Sydney Sky Blues. But, um, yeah, I'm buying Brisbane Sports because after, look, after that weekend, there, there would have been some people that went to each of the grand finals and they all lost. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I feel bad for them. I, so I do want to say you've said I'm going to buy low. All four just played in grand finals. Yeah, but they had they they got they lost, dude. Yeah, but they played <laughs> in grand no, finals. They were the second best team in but, all of those but sports. But I'm buying like the whole sports scene which right now would be like what the fuck just happened? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. I'm selling AFL Trade Radio. Go man, go. And specifically the current Clayton Oliver situation. Once again, we're recording Tuesday, 6.39 p.m. Yeah. Australian Central Standard Time. Daylight uh, time. Daylight daylight time. time. Yep. Riley Beveridge and Kautumi, who run the Gettables podcast and that whole production, yep. there was a post today saying uh, about Clayton Oliver, rival clubs are considering the cost of a trade for Clayton Oliver, a four-time best somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, of course they would be. He's the best inside midfielder in the comp. That's not new news. Everyone should be looking at something for that. Can I interject? You can. I think what you're about to go into about them not being having basis mm-hmm. of that, I think they would have been told by a club that they're looking into, they're poking around at a trade. Everyone him. would be. No. It, it you're not, you're not it doing your job if no, you're not asking for the best player in the It league. doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that at all. 
They, in the AFL, mm-hmm. it's only like, got, excuse the excuse the phrase, gettable mm-hmm. guys that you know think they they think they can get in deals that they poke around at. It's not just like, all right. In the NBA, I think it's a bit different. I think that they go, all right, give me fucking Jason Tatum. <laughs> but, well, but, in my eyes, if you're not asking how much Clayton Oliver's worth every single offseason, you're not doing your job because he's the best midfielder yeah, in the comp. Doesn't really work Inside like midfielder, sorry. And then it goes on to say, it is unclear if the, bris- the brilliant midfielder would be open to any move and there has been no indication Melbourne would be willing to part with him. Yeah. So there is no news there. No. There is no news about him wanting to leave or the club wanting to get rid of him. It is saying other clubs want him, which obviously they do. Yeah, He's but so good. Obviously every club wants him, but I think the development there is... Well, then if you're going to say that they have mailed that him. someone wants him, then come out and say there are several clubs interested and name them. If you have mail that he wants to leave because there's obviously some rumours surrounding him at the moment, yeah, come out and say it. I don't want you to say, I don't know if he wants to move or if Melbourne want to move him. I don't know what happened. Saying I don't know what happened, but I think what happened here is that a club said, yeah, hey, we're, ha- we're having a look at Clayton Oliver. You can go with it, but don't say us. And they would have been like, yep, big name, we'll take that. So that's I, I reckon that's what would happen. Yeah, and that's why I'm selling because they're just like that headline that they've given has no information. I don't mind. Other, other yeah, because you're in the media. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually it's saying other clubs are interested in the best inside midfield in the comp. And it won't say that he wants to leave, won't say Melbourne wants to get rid of him, and won't say who wants him. Useless information that they just tweet to get clicks yeah. and they got me. Let's wait and see how that goes. All right. Um, so on a similar wavelength here, AF- AFL Trade Radio Twitter. So I'm not going off at the Trade Radio thing because it's obvious what they're like. I, no. They, they snapped you up. I do want well to say, here. I get it. Their whole thing is clicks. It's like a current cane corn situation, but just they want everyone to click on everything. Yeah, and to be honest, to, to have it. a 20, oh, it's not 24 hour, but business day log radio show about AFL trade, which, you know, is exciting, but isn't, there isn't that much going on, yeah. is, is pretty tough. Yeah. So what I'm selling is, Trade Radio, Twitter. So people just getting stuck into these people all the time about so what, me what they're saying. <laughs> no, no, no. But like some of the stuff on Twitter is pretty bad. Yeah, they get they get given out to these guys. Like, really, if you don't like it, he, uh, he, here's my piece of advice for everyone who gets annoyed at the media every now and again, which there are a lot of people. If you don't like it, stop clicking. Even better, if you don't like AFL Trade Radio, block them. <laughs> you will never see yeah, their tweets exactly. again. It is magical. Exactly. Who would have thought? If you don't like it, stop clicking. It's but not I, that hard. I do want to, just after, like the day after the grand final, I reckon, they had like an 18-team mega trade. I was like, <laughs> just let it breathe. I love it. Give, the, give it, love it two weeks. Like, let Damien Barrett go on a holiday. I don't know. It, this is ridiculous. Do you know how long those, the, that mega trade would take to do? Oh, I, I'm ridiculous. really impressed because there'll be some, like, producer that works at SEN, whoever, ta- whoever yeah. handles trade radio, that would that would have slaved away and ticked that off. So, well done to you, mate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's have a break and let's get into football manager quickly. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. Here we are. We're back for Football Manager Diaries on the Talk Your Take podcast. Talked you through last week how I started new Football Manager 23 save with Busan I Park. Harry, we just hit the end of the transfer window. Congratulations. And oh my God, did some shit go down. All right, so Tell I, me. most of my guys in my team are on one-year deals um, because of the nature of my club. It's a pretty, pretty small club at the moment. So, you know... Don't, don't want too much risk. Anyway, mm. so my one of my best young wingers pretty much came into my office pissed off about something. I don't know. I can't really remember what. And he's and he's like, mate, I'm not re-signing your contract. No, because I denied a transfer offer for him for a J-League, one, a K-League one club. And um, he's, he's pissed off. He's like, nah, I'm not re-signing the contract. you got to get rid of me before. Otherwise, I'm walking on free. I'm like, all right, cool. We'll, we'll work something out. Anyway. Got him, got a great price for him. I was really happy, and then, and then, and then the same thing happened with another with another guy. My only, my only good striker. Everyone's walking out the door. So I've got a rotation striker, Kim Chan, who I love, but he's not good enough to to man the front line. But mm. my boy Park, he was killing it. He was very good, but I didn't, I didn't love him though. Something about him I didn't like. Yeah, and it came, 
and he 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 was ready to go. He wanted out. Central Coast Mariners draft for him too. Anyway. Culture problems at Busano Park. <laughs> no, nah, we're getting we're getting rid of the bad eggs. So he was valued at about fifty thousand dollars. I said his asking price at um a hundred and seventy, and I got a bid for a hundred. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna say that, but I'm gonna try and hold out for a bit more. And then I get an email saying the chairman has sold him. <laughs> so I didn't even have time. So when I got the transfer request, I'm like, all right, I got to work out a replacement for him. Didn't have time to work out a replacement because this happened so quickly. Mm. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I've just, I've just lost the pro- one, of, one of my good wingers and my striker. The promotion effort going What well. do I do? So I found this random South Korean dude, chucked him in a right wing. He's good. I'm pretty happy with him, actually. He, I got him for next to nothing. And then... He came to me. Know my man Fesson? Yeah. Put him up front. Is he the Brazilian? A Brazilian. Yeah. Nine goals in six games. Anyway, <laughs> put him up front and I'm going to track down another winger. Found a 21-year-old who had for nothing and um, got him in pretty cheap and he's going to be great. He signed him on a three-year deal. I was pretty happy with Found these two North Korean guys who don't count to the North Koreans. Yeah, who, who, interestingly, pardon me. Who interestingly don't count to the foreign quota. But the good thing about North Korean guys is because their clubs are they're really short because they're malnourished. <laughs> because their clubs are so small, you can get them for nothing. So I got these guys for like five k each, and they're both good enough to be in my team. So you've paid ten thousand dollars to Kim Jong Un because he would own essentially, those teams. Essentially, and I'm happy about it. My boy Cold Silver, I mentioned last week. Yep. Got the worried. The Irish. Welsh. Got worried. Signed him on a three-year deal. I oh, locked him away. Yeah, locked him away. Four weeks after signing with me. And I've lost my first game of the season. But oh, no. that's all we have time for this week in Football Manager Before Diaries. we go, though, I have a question. Yeah. Do you get in a suit to play? No, nah, I can picture you, like, in a suit it. on your couch. I've thought about it. One day. <laughs> One day. We need to get some cup final for that. Cup final, maybe. Yeah. Source table four. Alex, I just want to have a quick chat about the Damien Lillard trade. We've obviously had a bit of a basketball chat yeah. prior to this. First time in a while too. It's good to mm. good to bring back. Just a little a mini take for you. Yeah. I don't know if you need to rebut this one. Bite sizes. If anything comes up comes to mind, you can. Yeah, well. I think that the the business that the Portland Trailblazers have yeah. done over the last week has been the best I've seen since the Celtics Nets trade with Kevin Garnett, Jason Terry, and Paul Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find a better editor that. I am so impressed. They turned Damien Lillard, who initially said he only wanted to go to one team, just yeah. Miami. They were hamstrung. It was going to be a Tyler Hero trade, and it was going to be shit. Can I just pop up? Mm. Hey, Dame, all that tough talk about you wanting to go to Miami? Yeah. Where did that go, mate? Not, yeah, he's <laughs> so happy when he got to Milwaukee. I know. I want that oh, that but, pissed me off. Mm. But yeah, so they were hamstrung. They only had one team to trade with. Yep. They only wanted to get rid of Hero. Yeah. The, gu- the guard situation wouldn't have worked at Portland. Would have been horrible. They held out, which takes balls. Yeah. When, when your franchise player, who ev- your entire fan base is obsessed with, by the way, yeah. is giving you a request. New GM too, so we're mm. on him. Instead, they've turned him into DeAndre Ayton, who's a very serviceable center. I'd say above average. Thank you. Yep. Three pick swaps with Milwaukee in 2028, 2029, and 2030, which might be really good because Giannis might have left, Day might have retired, and they might be shit. Yeah, so pick swaps, I don't know. I've got to think about them. I mean, I know they work for No, they're, they're overvalued most of the time, but yeah. I think here where, maybe, maybe. where Giannis has already threatened to leave. Small market team. Giannis yep. has threatened to leave. Uh, Dame's already 33 or something like that. Yeah, 2028, 2029, 30, they could be shit, like really bad. That could be pick one. Yeah. So well done. Rob Williams, injury prone, really serviceable center once again when, he, when he's playing. Yeah. Malcolm Brogdon, sixth man of the year when he's healthy. Yeah, I agree. Two first round picks, one from Golden State, one from the Celtics, and a heap of cap space getting rid of Nurkic to the Suns and Dame obviously on just the most ridiculous <laughs> contract ever. Yeah. Like, really well done when yep. it could have been Hero and two firsts. Yep, like I agree. Incredible. And then the biggest winners and losers from this, I see 
biggest winners, Bucks, they get the best player. Can I say on the Bucks? Mm. What the Bucks? What the Bucks? Um, so impressive how last time there was a bit of Giannis buzz, mm. they got Drew. Mm. This time when there's more Giannis buzz, they get Dame. That's why what you had before about the pick swaps, that's why I kind of think that's not going to be a big problem because I feel like when, yeah. when, when issues do arise with Giannis, who they've identified as their guy, fair enough. He's fucking awesome. He's won the championship already. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, all right, let's they wait, get him someone. Wait this this is five years, six years, seven years in the future. True. That's why I think they True. could be shit by then. That's fair. But biggest winners and losers, Bucks, they get the best player. Yep. I think if you get the best player out of the whole deal, yep. you win most of the time. Blazers, second. Get a massive hole. We've just spoken yep. about it. And Celtics are three because they then got Drew. They gave up <laughs> two players who I actually really like, but they're really injury prone. So I'm, yep. I'm just, I'm okay with it. Yep. And two firsts. Losers. I have Philly losing. They're not even involved in this. But they went from, you know, a team who could kind of fluke a one seed, two seed in the East yeah. to now this James Harden thing keeps deteriorating every day. He's yeah. now going into strip clubs with, uh, what was this? <laughs> like Darren the side? Darren Moore is a liar. Yeah. yeah. Good on him. That's outrageous. <laughs> They're going to lose him for like nothing because who's going to want the guy who's just tanked on three teams in a row? Want yeah. to leave Houston, want to leave Brooklyn, want to leave Philly. Yeah. I don't want him. Yeah. It, I don't just don't get what they're yeah, doing. That that Harden thing's gonna be weird, like because it's it's kind of all the teams that could have been a part of this, mm. they're gone. They've made their move. Yeah, they've they, like they made their move. Now it's like Clippers. They might have wanted Drew, but they didn't get him. What are they gonna get from the Clippers? Not much. Miami probably, I think, will happen. Mm. And it's like you know they'll get Kyle Lowry back. Yeah, awesome. but I just think so. Daryl Murray held out. Ben Simmons previously in the past like yep. way longer than he wanted to because he was like I'm getting a good trade for this guy I think Ben Simmons was a much better player at that time than James Harden currently is with the fact that he's quit on three teams I think that comes into the equation James Harden better basketball player but quitting on three teams consecutively because yeah. you're a little diva is not a good look uh, the second biggest loser Miami because it was like oh Dame only wants to go to Miami <laughs> we can pay unders for him whatever I- they're fucked now. I can't they're, they're, I, they've gone from a chance to be a top couple of seed in the East to shit. I can't believe you didn't put them number one. They fucked that so no, hard. because I reckon Philly's worse. It's getting stuck with James Harden and not getting Drew after that. Yep. And now they're going to get nothing for the Clippers. But yeah, Miami, after being guaranteed Dame and Bam and Jimmy is a big three to having whatever you get for Tyler Hero. Well, there's Miami fans. Oh, there's uh, none of there's them. None. <laughs> and then uh, I actually had Phoenix as the next biggest loser. Yeah, I think Aiton, yeah, his contract was a bit big, but he's a lot better than Nurkic, who also has a big contract. So that that I found weird. Like, where is the justification? Aiton must be a real dickhead. No, he seems like a... He, did he, he rocked up in Portland and they were like, how are you going to play? He's like, I'm going to dominate. My name is Dominating. <laughs> Dominating. Like, you Mitchell Marie's favourite nickname. Um, but ha- like, how did they come to the agreements that... Nurkic and Grayson Allen, who Milwaukee fans hate, is another dickhead, mm. famous dickhead, <laughs> is better off. They're better off with them. The name I I, I know they got they got a couple of other guys in the I trade, can't tell which is okay. Yeah, but, but like no one of note. I think they were a loser. I feel like they're deep already too. So why do they need to? Yeah, anyway. weird. But yeah, those are the winners. Those are the losers. And really, really outstanding. Well done to Portland. They handled a really shitty situation incredibly well. I know. Pumps. Um, yeah, like, because really, who else could they have gotten that's better? Mm. And I also just think we love saying how shit GMs are most of the time. Yeah. I just wanted to take a minute and say really well done. I agree. Respect. I agree. And uh, we'll get into a question without notice. Yep. Can you please give me some notice on this question? I would really like some notice. All right, that's enough. I've had enough of that thing. <laughs> I've got to fix that. Um, my question without notice. So I mentioned the Australia Cup final this week, and obviously... Australia's version of the FA Cup mm-hmm. um, where, you know, semi-professional teams take on professional teams. Great idea. Great idea. Does it work in the AFL? No. Could it work in the no, AFL? Absolutely. How could it work in the AFL? Let's, tell, let, let's work out how it So could it could if you do like five-minute quarters. 
Like yep. fo- football is way too intense of a sport to play yep. twice a week. Yep. Or That's three fair. Times a week. So it, or even you do a handball game. Yeah. <laughs> what about <laughs> AFL X? <laughs> you, you, there's no way it could work with a proper format, and I yep. don't think it's worth doing with a gimmick. Interesting. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of a gimmick in this space. What? The only other thing I have, sorry, yeah. to cut in, soccer or fo- football, yeah, football, much more kind of any team can win. Like if you you can go up one, you <laughs> can go up one nil early and park the bus. True. If an amateur league team was to play an AFL team, they would get pumped for yeah, two that, hours. That would be like it. Would, like you, goals just happen so much more often. Yeah, so it would be that'll, a, that'll a be much ugly. bigger that'll route. Be and could, could you imagine like? I mean, I know we played twos, but us playing against Port, and we just like oh, well. line up like whoever and like, take him out. Put it this way: we <laughs> might lose to like Sturt's under 18s yeah, let know. alone an AFL team. So yeah, I, I do see that, and, and it's sad that it wouldn't happen because I've always thought like that's the one thing that footy just doesn't have like that connect that that connection from the top mm. to the bottom. Because I know that soccer is a pyramid. In Australia, it's a bit different. It's not really a pyramid. But, like, you know, Carnival feels... All those guys are totally Totally disjointed. All those guys that play for Adelaide City and Campbelltown, like, they still kind of feel like professional athletes. And I know I know, oh, that, yeah. I know that um Sample guys are the same. I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a Sample VFL, like, waffle, like, cup with AFL teams in it too. Yeah. Well, I think, a, I think we're like not pre- far off getting... A, sorry. It does a preseason thing. Sorry yeah. to cut you off, but... Yeah, that would be kind of cool. I think we're not far off a nationwide second division. That would be cool too. Because the VFL, it'll be a take of mine in the coming weeks, or maybe we have to might wait for next AFL season. Yes, but the true. VFL at the moment is completely broken. Yeah, completely I've, busted. I've just, I've just given up. Needs a complete in revamp. Yeah. Uh, I've got a quick question without notice for you, based on the weekend. Yep. We have spoken about Big Billy Frampton's game. Yep. What's the? What's the <laughs> <laughs> What is the worst individual performance you've ever seen on a sporting field? So I, I once had zero touches yeah, in the grand no, final. I, meant, I was <laughs> meaning professional, but I'm glad you said that. So, all right. It's not going to be that for me. It's going to be Lockie Plowman in um, Gather Round this year. The worst I've ever seen. Really? He got belted by... Um, Did you even play? Oh, Crows on the yeah, Thursday night. The worst night of my life. He text killed him. Like, literally... Manhandled. Dude, he did come like second in the Coleman. I don't care. <laughs> Do you know, you know why Tex came second in the Coleman? Because a lucky Plowman. Kick goals get shit teams, and yeah. we were shit that night. Killed Port yeah. twice. Yeah. <laughs> Point stance. But I did. Oh, <laughs> I do. Really enjoy. I sent you the uh, like tile of lucky Plowman yeah. getting. Did you see? Actually, I forgot to mention this. Carlton had to turn off comments on the Lockie Plowman delisting post because your fan base he is retired. so retired. shit. Yeah. Sorry, retired. Because he was yeah. getting abused by his own fans. Yeah, he sucks. What a disgraceful <laughs> club you support. I bet, the, I bet it was you and Dill and yeah, LJ. My burners. All, all the best to Lockie. Wish him all the best. I know. I know he listens every week. Um, Asterix, but yeah, I mean, he he was no good. Mm. <laughs> he was he was good for when he when he he was okay when he first moved over, but since he just dropped off. So mine, yes. so I I actually didn't have one, and then it just popped into my head. Yeah, I think it was Hawthorne versus Collingwood a number of years ago. I think it was actually maybe it was the game Tom Mitchell had fifty four, but Mason Cox. <laughs> uh, I, I think he might have had one t- touch, and yeah. you know the uh, Billy Frampton. Ball went yeah. between his hands. Coxie did that 15 times. Yeah. It was the most outrageous thing. I don't actually don't think he had a disposal. He dropped 20 marks and didn't win a hit out. It was the worst game I've ever seen, like, comfortably. <laughs> that that photo of him with his tongue out needs to be removed oh, from, from, from the I internet. I hate that guy that so mean, much. I'm going to call the CEO of the internet and ask, <laughs> please, <laughs> dude, I, I don't care about everything else that goes on on what, what happens mm-hmm. on the internet. Just remove that photo. Or I'll give you a knuckle sandwich. <laughs> oh, well uh, done. Yeah, so well Lockie done. Plowman, Mason Cox invited yep. into the Sports Reverse Hall of Fame. We could do our teams, don't we? Oh, yes. Yeah, How yeah. exciting. Right, let's have a break. We have a new one here, Source. So we don't usually do this sort of thing. You promised it at the end of last week. We don't episode. usually collaborate on anything. No. <laughs> we, choose, we choose not to. But we decided to go through. So 
obviously Brisbane and Collingwood get to their delistings. We'll mm. wait and see what happens there. But we're doing a best 22 of delisted players in the AFL. I'll let you... So what you're going to do, you're going to do full back. Centre and full forward. Yep. And, and you're I'm going to do half back, half, back, half, half forward. forward and followers. Nice. We don't have a bench. That's fine. Don't have a bench, yeah. Best 18. Best 18. Full back line. Yep. Nathan Wilson, formerly of Frio, nice. and before I that, him, I had him on my list of GWS. Yep. Uh, How did he get delisted? I thought he was good. That's what exactly what I thought. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Uh, fullback James Stewart, formerly of Essendon. S- um, who's Sydney Stewart? Anyway, yeah. And the other back pocket is Connor Blakely. Yeah, who thought I he, thought, thought was he was good, good. too. <laughs> he, he had the exact same career trajectory as Michael Barlow, who I thought was really good at Fremantle, and then went to Gold to Coast, couldn't even get a game at Gold yeah. Coast, and then retired young. Right, there's, so, yeah, there's your full back line. All right, my half back line, surprises here, we're going to get Riley Bonoff half back to start it off. Um, hopefully not the last we see of Riley. Tim O'Brien as half... Tob. As centre half back, what do you reckon about that? Happy with that? Yeah, I think he actually started his career obviously as a Hawthorne forward. Yeah, recruited to the Bulldogs after I think he was delisted by Hawthorne. Might have been a trade. Could yeah, be wrong. He played a lot of games and then footy. went back. Yeah, because I think Haw- Hawthorne just kept going. He'll get there. He'll yeah. get there. He'll get there. He'll get there. And he just never got there. Fair enough. And Andrew McPherson, so unlucky with injury. I was going to have him in my back pocket. Yeah. I will die on this hill that that guy's an AFL footballer. He's, good. He's a great player. I think he did his hamstring a bunch of times, his knee once or twice. He's really good. You know, a bit of a flex. I played Saps District with him. Yeah, nice. Yeah, Adelaide Southeast. Very well done. Bread. But he, yeah, he's one where I think if Brisbane famously recently with both Lincoln McCarthy and Joe Danaher, yep. really injury-prone guys who just haven't gotten injured since they've gone to Brisbane. McPherson, I don't... Hey, yeah, just... Maybe look into it. Could be. Uh, so I've got the center line here. So on yep. one wing, I've got your man, Lockie O'Brien. Lockie O'Brien delisted with a year left on his contract. How about that? That's the funniest thing. Because <laughs> I've always fucking hated that guy. <laughs> Kicked more out in the fall than in the field. Yeah, I think. no, so, but he's yeah. so bad. Uh, center is Greg Clark. Has won, I think, two Sandover medals, which is the best and fairest on the waffle. Was a top up player for West Coast. Yep. Didn't get given enough opportunity. He, so he, <laughs> no, so they played him off like half back or half forward or a wing. Yeah. When he's probably the best midfielder they had at times. Right. And they just didn't play him in the midfield because they Kelly. wanted to play their young guys. Okay, apart from Tip yeah. Kelly. But there was a point where he was injured. Yeah. Uh, the other wing, I've got Sam Petreski Seaton. Former Carlton now, how's and he? then West Coast. And he's another one where we thought he was good. <laughs> I thought he was he, good at football. He was, he was good at Carlton. He, like we, I think we got a pretty good package for him. When, and when, they've just delisted him. Yeah. He couldn't even get a game at I times know. this year. And they sucked. I know. But yeah, another one. I just I thought he was good. Yeah. All right. Um, my half forwards. I got Josh Honey from the, from the Blues. So... He played. He has been the best day, Dean. <laughs> he played a couple of AFL games this year, and he. I think he just got stuck in that. Uh, obviously, we've got you know the likes of Motlop, Foggy, um, Cottrell, who can. I mean, more of a winger, but goes goes up forward to um, Durden when he decides to play well. Jack Martin also fits in, fits mm. in there. I mean, Silvani's ahead of him too. Not really small forward, but you, you know, you know what I mean. You catch yeah. that drift, like. He, he was pretty hard to get to get into a pretty solid forward line. So you, you have a bunch of mediocre players, and he was bad. Yeah, there was I'll, no good I'll, players. I'll there. take that. I'll take that. Actually, I think Jesse Mollett might be good. He's gonna be great. And Jack Martin's fucking awesome. So take that back. Yeah, Jack, no, Jack Martin's a guru. Yeah, genuine cool. guru. Um, yeah, sorry, still my turn. Um, my boy Jacker. Have you ever watched him play football? I saw a photo of him. Oh. <laughs> and, he's, and he's big. Yeah, uh, he's I like that. We need some size in this team. So I'm taking him. Um, and I just realized I didn't have a third half forward. But That's I'm going to take, uh, let's go with Sam Phil from Carlton. Yeah, nice. Well, you've taken some height up there. So yep. I'll go a Mosquito Fleet. All right, nice. I'm here. I'm going to take Trav Collier. Formerly Frio and I think Essendon, Essendon prior too. to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's played, he played a lot. So he, he completely reinvented his career as a defensive forward. Really 
back hairline. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, no, he's got the man bun. Yeah. But he was like just so okay and then became like a defensive forward at Freo. Yeah. I was actually kind of good at it. Okay, cool. I like Wouldn't that. kick any goals, but we would just tag, could be our skipper. tag their half back. He could yeah. be our skipper. Uh, <laughs> we'll take Mitch Hannon of, I think, GWS, then the Dogs, then Melbourne. Or some combination of the three. No, maybe Melbourne in the middle then. He played then 30 dogs. to yeah. One, yeah. Another one that, I don't know, I swear he was okay. Took yeah. a couple of hangers, kicked a couple of big goals. I kind of forgot he was an AFL player. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah. And then to end the Mosquito fleet, a guy who never played AFL. Who? Tariq Newchurch. Oh, and I picked him just Tariq for you. Yeah. I knew you'd love <laughs> Because so he's good. the quickest man on the so planet. So fast. I love, love I love him. He's so fast. All right. I knew you'd enjoy that selection. Yeah, thank you for that. Now to the followers. Um, now, not many rucks going around. There was, I think there was only one that got delisted. And, uh, <laughs> so you've got to be pretty stiff to be a delisted <laughs> ruckman. And I really didn't want to do this because I don't rate him. But we're putting Brent Tinkle on the team. So I thought he was okay. Can't catch. Yeah, but he's a ruck. Mason Cox can't catch either. Mason Cox can catch better can catch better than Brent Tinkle. Probably fair. Um watch a bit of Brian at two's level as well. Couldn't do it. No good. Um Jackson Haley. He was like pick five or something. No, he, he was pick twenty. Um, okay, I've remembered that point. Oh, actually, no, I think he was. I feel like he was a, for, he, like I a think top he, 10. No, because they traded like pick 20 or something. For oh, okay. Um, I feel like he was a top 10. He pick, was. He was high. And he just never played any AFL, really. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the team. Yeah, he'll fit in really well at the Centrals this year. Yeah. And one more midfielder? Sam Anagola. Yes. Played just so much footy. Yeah, I think he wanted another year at Geelong. Yeah. And they wouldn't give him one, and I don't think he'd get one anywhere else. So that I don't sucks. know if it's quite a retirement, quite a delisting, but I'll I'll include it for you. Also, Jack Bytel. I Another one. So it, my only memory of Jack Bytel, really, yeah. his draft year, the AFL picked like five guys, and in their under-18s year, like followed them, interviewed them a few times, whatever. I watched this. I consume a lot of AFL media. Thought he was going to be really good. He was a reasonably high pick. F- never played yeah. Just never played never, football Never played footy I like, was injured a few times But I also just He must not have been good Also Trent, I don't get it Trent Dumont Pretty stiff not to get in the team too. Yeah, He's too old I'm picking for the future <laughs> Fair enough but Yeah what a, what a delisted 18 Fair enough We could have done the bench But really That's too hard oh, <laughs> Gotta be honest It got, it got <laughs> thin doing the 18 I picked Tariq Newchurch Who hasn't played when, when I went to the When I went to the list last night I was looking there I was like Wow I thought I'd know more of these people. <laughs> it is the delisted players. Like, uh, you're aware of that. I know, I the know. guys that can't be on a list anymore. I know. But anyway, but I thought we did a pretty good job there. Hopefully a few of them, it isn't their last time on a list. Tariq Newchurch. Shout out Riley Bonner. Yeah, and right. Yeah. How did you go? <laughs> <laughs> and Riley Bonner, of course. Definitely Riley Bonner. That's so good. Oh, uh, yeah. I hope but he doesn't listen. If- if Tariq Newchurch could find another home to every... Because we know AFL recruiters listen and AFL teams listen to this. Well, the amount of things that have happened just after we've recorded, <laughs> you, you exactly. think everyone exactly. does. So Tariq Newchurch, he's good. He's fast. He's so quick, man. I, I remember our, our friend Rory Elman, who plays in, in the back lines for Sturt, hating the thought of playing Tariq Newchurch. Yeah. Couldn't just because he was quick. Yeah. Like he, he, <laughs> Newchurch wouldn't even play well, but he'd just yeah. be like, oh, he's so quick. <laughs> So yeah, hopefully he finds a new home, and of course Riley too. Mm. And um, who else? Who else do you want to find a new home on that list? Realistically, I don't care about any. Yeah, of fair. Mick Ferson, I want to see. I just he deserves another another go. Yeah, um, he's my, he's my my only one who we mentioned really. Who don't you want to see? Tickle. No, I'm fine um, with him. Um, I'd never want to see James Stewart on a list again. I think he's another one that got delisted with a season to go on his uh, contract. Well, I'll see that guy. I. I hate that guy. Right, I really do not like him. <laughs> the way he holds himself on the field, something about him just pisses me off. Yeah. Our last guy on the bench is Jason Gilby, of course. All right, cool. Let's, Milkman. <laughs> let's have a break. I remember saying a few months ago that I booked um, tickets to go to America. It's, it's actually getting very close now, going at the end of November. So started booking NBA tickets. Buying NBA tickets, nice. which I'm really excited about. So, for, we we land in New York, 
And obviously I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm like, yeah, we, we got to do that. So you go see their G League affiliate. Yeah. Yeah. The Westchester um, Knicks. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> nah, so I'm, I'm booking tickets for Madison Square Garden. They're playing the Hornets. I'm keen. One of our mates goes to the Hornets. Oh, no, no. I'm booking for the Pistons. Sorry. Booking for the Pistons. None of our mates go for the Pistons. But I feel, I feel like that'd be better than the Hornets. Yeah, big time. Um, so, yeah, booking tickets for that. And I'm looking... Madison Square Garden, very expensive. No, no way. <laughs> very no expensive. Way. So I found the sort of second, like, tier back, mm. um, like, on one of the corners. And it's like 150 bucks each. It's like, all right. You know, if I'm going to spend money on tickets on this trip, it's going to be for this game. Yeah. And I, I said, so I'll buy the tickets to the basketball. If we go to, like, a Broadway show, like, we'll split it, whatever. I don't yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll handle the basketball This is the tickets. one I'm, yeah. Because we're, we're going to go to a few games and I don't want it to be like, nah, it's cheap. It's too expensive. So I was like, all right, I'm doing it. So 150 each. I'm like, all right, cool. Bit expensive, but I'll buy them. <laughs> Check my account directly after the transaction. Mm-hmm. $450 out of my account. What, booking fees? Didn't realize it was US oh, it was dollars. US. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you idiot. So while doing this, I'm looking at all the other games we want to go to. We want to go to oh, one. In, no. We want to go to one in LA. We want to go to an NHL game as well, and we want to go to um, the the <laughs> mid season tournament in Vegas. So stupid. So I'm, I've worked out like every ticket I'm going to get and how much it's going to cost. Oh, you've got to like double it all. <laughs> and after see like that. Um, that next ticket and how, how, how fucked it up. I, I was like, well, I can't like, I can't pay the same for, yeah. <laughs> for, any, for anything else. I'll, I'll be bankrupt. Yeah. So I'm, I'm in like bleacher bleachers in all the other games. Yeah. Which is, hey, you're in there. All right. But I've just realized I think I got the wrong date for the um next game. So I got to, I got to swap those tickets, but that's fine. Um, so yeah, that's all I had. It's very funny. Based, I, I have a quick one. Yeah. If you're a listener and you're still listening at this point. Good on you. Reply. <laughs> send, us, send, send us a DM because I have a question. When somebody is anybody is, listening? Uh, when someone says they're in the nosebleeds. Yeah. Is it nosebleeds high or is it concert nosebleeds? You're right at the front. You get an elbow to the face because I've heard both. I think it's your nosebleeds. You're way up the back. You're really high. You're getting yeah. a, a nosebleed from altitude. I think, so. I think so at the back too. But then the Hilltop Hood song yeah. references the nosebleed section being at the front because you're getting like elbowed by people. Interesting. Mm. Both have their merit. I think, I think it's the back. I think it's the back too. Come on, Hilltops. Work yeah. Work if, if, if you have a different opinion, send us a DM. Work it out. All right, cool. Sauce, before we go, mm. your wallabies. No, not so, my wallabies. I'm not a private school Sydney. Like, your man. wallabies, mate. You live and breathe the wallabies, don't you? I hear they're alive. They're alive. Still a chance with a bonus point win over Portugal, the minnows are of you, the Rugby are World you, Cup. Are you trying to tell me that Fiji has to lose to Portugal? I do. So we're out. They may as well have a beer. Hey, mate, who knows? Portugal were beating us at one point. Mm. Anyway, all right. Aside from that, that. (laughs) watch watch the Cricket World Cup this week. See if there's any smoke with the Clayton Oliver stuff. Ange Ball. Ange Ball. See you, mate. See you, mate. Love you.